Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. It's a Real Housewives of Dallas recap episode. It might be a little bit shorter than normal because A, it's my birthday. And B, number two... I'm very sore. I can barely even sit in my chair right now because I went to Barry's boot camp two days in a row and I truly feel like my entire body hurts. I have a Halloween decoration propping up my back because <laughs> there's just like a pumpkin jammed in my back because it feels better that way. I mean, thank God for a uh, Halloween decor because otherwise I don't know if I'd be able to even sit. Uh, so thankfully I have a Halloween decor holding me up and <laughs> I love Halloween, you guys. You know that. I love Halloween. I love any sort of holiday. But I was thinking this week about when I was younger. And I, of course, have two older brothers who were always bullying me. They were just truly doing anything they could to just upset me or hurt me. And I remember when I was younger around Halloween time, my mom got my brothers and I this like plastic paper stuff that goes in the doorway. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it co- it's supposed to cover the entire door. And the idea is that you hold, or at least this was the idea that we had when we were younger. It was like, you open the door, and you, we put this paper plasticky wrap uh, in the door frame, and then you could run through it, right? <laughs> and I think you're even supposed to maybe cut up strips so then you run through it. Anyway, we got this as we were kids, and my brother put it up on his doorway, and we were running through it. So we would go in the hallway, we'd get a running start, and then we'd run through the doorway with the door open, and we'd jump on the bed. It's like this fun game we were playing. My brothers did it once. I did it once. My brothers did it again. And then I was going for a second time. And I go in the hallway and I get my head start. I'm like far away. And I'm very excited because you could run through this paper Halloween decoration that was hanging in the doorway and jump on the bed. So I get my head start and I must have been, I don't know, very, I was very young. I maybe six, seven, eight. I, I don't know exactly how old I was, but I was young. Get my head start. And my brothers thought it'd be a good idea to close the door. And so I'm running to the doorway and thinking that I'm going to run through this paper decor for Halloween onto the bed. And it turns out they closed the door on me. So I ran right into the door head first. And it was not, it was not okay. I fell right backwards. I flew back and uh, injured my entire face. Uh, but it was, um, that's brothers for you, right? I mean, they literally just tortured me. And it was how I grew up. But yeah, I I always think about when I see those, like there are these plastic wraps that they still sell sometimes at like party supply stores that cover the doorway. I think a lot of times people cut slits through them. So then when you walk through the doorway, it's just like you're, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know how some people put like beads on the doorway that you walk through? Well, they, I don't know, we used to have this and we didn't have much money as we were when we were younger, and I remember it was like a big deal that my mom got us this Halloween decoration that would cover the doorway, and then they just closed the fucking door on me. Those assholes, Brian and Gary, I'll never forgive them, um, but God bless them, I love them, my brothers, and I'll always think about that. Anyway, we have to talk about The Real Houses of Dallas. 
we open with Leanne and Carrie, old Carrie, at Carrie's office. So it was nice to see old Carrie again. I don't miss her at all. Like, I don't need Carrie back on the show, but it was nice to see her pop in for a second. And everyone's getting ready for this lingerie party. Deandra was not invited to the lingerie party, but she was getting ready for her meeting with Travis, who, again, I would just want to say that question mark, I think I'm attracted to Travis quite a bit. Every time I see him, I'm like, ah, damn it. (laughs) Maybe it's because I love Stephanie so much. I'm like, oh, I just love her hubby. But I find him very attractive in a weird way. And I know it's not. People DM me. Every time I say it, people DM me. I'm like, how dare you? And I'm like, you know what? The heart wants what it wants. What are you going to do? I wonder, do you guys have a house husband that is traditionally maybe not the most attractive, but that you're hot for? You know what I'm saying? There must be someone in the canon. I know when people talk about the hottest house husbands, we always say Mauricio or or Apollo or things like that. But I wonder, or Juan, I think Juan is like, oh, God, Juan from Potomac. Oh, my God. Woo! I need a fan. Um, But there must be someone in the canon where you look at and you're like, you're not supposed to be attracted to him. But he does it for you. And that, for me, is Travis. I also loved Roman from Miami Housewives. Oh, my God. Ugh. You guys, you guys, you guys. Anyway, Deandra's getting ready to meet with Travis. She had to cancel the meeting the last time because she was hungover. Deandra needs to cool it with maybe the cocktails. But then we see Cam's house. Cam's actually getting ready uh, to send her daughter away to sleepaway camp. And look, her daughter's a star. I stan Hilton, Cam's daughter. She loves football, and she's excited to go to sleepaway camp. I just love her. She's got a nice bond with the dad. I just really love Hilton. I think she's going to be a star, and I would like to see her on The Housewives in 25 years, or however long we need for her to uh, to get on the program, because I think she's a star. And I want more. I love that trunk she got from Cam. They got that nice trunk. I never went away to sleepaway camp, and I always regretted it. I always wish I did. I remember... I had been a camp counselor in high school for sixth graders. So that was my version of sleepaway camp. And it was like so exciting for me as a counselor to get to go away. And it was just, a, I don't know, I think it was a week or something. But uh, I remember loving the campsite. I'm like, oh, I wish I would have been sent there as a kid. And I remember watching all those camp movies, Parent Trap. And do you remember the movie Camp Nowhere? Oh, I fucking loved Camp Nowhere. I loved it. Oh, I loved it. With Christopher Lloyd. And uh, the boy from Deep End of the Ocean. Do you know what I'm talking about? And Andrew Keegan was in it. Oh, Andrew Keegan was such a stud. But Camp Nowhere was like one of my favorite movies as a kid. And Heavyweights, oh, I related to that movie so much. Heavyweights, remember they went away to the fat camp and Ben Stiller was a nightmare. That was a great movie. There were so many camp movies when we were kids. What happened to the camp movies? Where are they at? Hollywood, let's make some camp movies. But I always wanted to go away to camp because we had so many of those movies growing up. And for my generation. and. I never did, so I'm very excited for Hilton to go away. Uh, Although I was upset that they didn't put the football on her trunk. Cam said they were supposed to paint a uh, football on the trunk, instead they just put a cat and a dog. And that's not okay, I bet Cam paid a top dollar for that trunk. And if she asked for a football, put on a football. Put on a football. That's what she asked for. Hilton likes football. Let her like football and put it on the trunk. Anyway. Uh, Then we see DeAndra and Travis's meeting. And Travis tells her, you got to get out of the office space. You got to fire people that aren't making you money. Stop products that aren't making you money. And it seemed like DeAndra didn't know any of this. And that was troublesome to me because I thought, well, you're supposed to be in charge of this company. Even if you just got the keys to the company, you should know some of these basic business things. 
just from being raised within uh, the company walls and even working for your mother. I under, I don't understand how she, this all seemed so brand new to her. It was like she was learning for the first time that if a product's not making you money, then you have to get rid of the product and maybe fire some people around the office. And I thought, did you not learn anything from Mama D? I, I really, I really don't give a rip. I want DeAndra to succeed, but she's not going to succeed if she doesn't know these basics of business. Even I know some of this stuff. Uh, I think if you're raised in a family business, these are things that you, you pick up on. I'm sure Mama D came home from work, even when Andra was younger, and would tell her certain things and give her advice and talk about the business. And so it was shocking to me that she just seemed so, uh, I don't know, brand new to all of these things that Travis was saying in Travis's office. Wow, I was so attracted to him sitting in that office chair. <laughs> oh, I love him. I love him, love him. Don't DM me and say it's gross that I love him, because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Anyway, then we cut to Carrie and the new Carrie and her daughter at a coffee shop. Her daughter, Sophia, she's very pretty. Uh, apparently, Sophia's about ready to uh, graduate college. She's got one boyfriend, and she's ready to marry him. And this, I know when you're in the young love, you think you should be with them forever. But I would encourage everyone, if the, I don't know if I have any youths listening to this, but date around a little bit. See what you like. Sophia and this man might be in love forever, and it might be a great relationship, and he might be her soulmate. But I would encourage everyone to just date around a little bit, see what you like, and then if uh, you're meant to be, you're meant to be. But you're so young at that age. How old is she? 20? I think she said she's 20. At that age, you're so young, and we're going to be gro- we're gonna be uh, around until we're over 100. This generation coming up, they're going to last long, so you might as well get married a little bit later. And and maybe that man, your young love, your first love is the one you're meant to be with. But just date around a little bit, try some other dicks on for size, and see what you like. Uh, you know, you might find that you like something different, but if you didn't go out and figure that out on your own. Carrie does give her great advice, though. She tells the daughter to have her own money, her own independence. That was a side of Carrie that I really liked, because I haven't been liking Carrie at all. She's actually been someone I very much dislike. <laughs> All of a sudden, in this scene with Sophia, I thought, you know what? Carrie's got some good qualities, and I'm excited to see a little bit more. A little bit more. Then we cut to my husband, Travis, and he was with his wife, Stephanie, at home. And they were chatting. Steph uh, was on the bed and was talking about the trip and her relationship with Cameron. And here's the thing. I was very distracted during the scene because my boyfriend, Travis, was on the bed with shoes on. Did anyone catch this? He was... Not even uh, feet hanging off the bed. His feet were on the bed with shoes. And I, I said to myself, Travis, you got to get off there with the shoes. We can't have you having shoes on the bed. They were right on the bed. And at one point, the shoes were face down. So it was like the, the bottom of the shoe was on the cover. And it was giving me a lot of anxiety. And I was shouting to the screen, Travis, take your foot off the bed. And I couldn't believe Stephanie didn't say anything. It was like it was all normal for Stephanie. And that I was making me sweat. I was I was very anxious about it. I just thought you need to get those feet off the bed, Travis. That's where you sleep at night. I don't even like shoes on in the house, let alone in a bedroom. I think in a bedroom that's a feet off, shoes off in the bedroom. It's one thing to have shoes on in the living room, maybe in the kitchen if you're running in there or something. But in the bedroom, specifically when you're laying on a bed, you should not have shoes on. Stephanie was wearing a cute shirt though that said "Born to Love." Oh, I love our queen. Queen icon legend, Stephanie. Anyway, I wanted Travis to get those off. You know, I like that Travis seems to ground Stephanie. In the first season, I felt like 
when he was giving her those lists, he wasn't a great guy. And now I'm like in love with Travis and he seems like he really grounds her and he seems like he supports her and they have like a good partnership from what we see. Obviously, we only see a couple minutes, but he seems like a great man and they compliment each other well. Get the shoes off the bed though, Trav. And, you know, I love that one confessional of Stephanie in the black, you know, that I've talked about before with the the new hairstyle, but I do not care for the one in the pink. She's got this pink confessional with a, a pink dress, and it just looks very pageanty to me. And I love her. She's stunning looking. Stunning. But that one pink confessional, I, I just don't love. Then we cut to that lingerie party. Steph and Carrie are the ones who are hosting it. Old Carrie, not new Carrie. Old Carrie said, as she was walking into this lingerie party, did she say something about her vagina lips? That's what I heard. And I'm sorry if that's vulgar. But that's what I heard. I think she made a joke about it. And I remembered that Carrie used to make inappropriate jokes all the time and and also want to get naked a lot. So I did think it for a split second. I thought, should I rewind it? And then I thought, I don't think I want to hear it again if that was what she said. So, you know, I'm trying to report the facts, but I'm a little unclear about what she said. But I believe she said a joke about her. I don't even want to say it again. It's too disgusting. But in that moment, I thought, you know what? It's a good thing we got lot, uh, got lost, <laughs> got rid of Carrie. <laughs> it's a good thing Carrie got lost. Anyway, there's too many parties for this wedding. I'm, you know how I feel about weddings. I think they're a little bit too much. People get carried away. And Leanne, what did she say? She was having six or seven parties for this. It's too much time. People got things to do. People got kids. They got relationships. They got jobs, careers. No one has time to go to a hundred parties for someone's wedding. I think you have one party. The wedding's the party. That's what the party is. Go to the wedding and the reception. Uh, these lingerie parties, engagement parties, bridal, bachelorette parties. I mean, it's bridal showers. So many showers. That's too much, you guys. I don't know if any of you are planning these parties, but I think that maybe just scale back. The way People got things to do. They're busy. It's so expensive. People don't want to be wasting all their time and money on your wedding. No one gives a fuck. I know that when you're getting married, you think that you need to do all these tradition things, but maybe just scale back a little bit. Obviously, I want you to enjoy your celebration and when you're in love, but you don't need a hundred parties, a lingerie part. I mean, do pick one or the, uh, pick one or two, because let me tell you something. People are going to these parties and they're saying, God damn it, I got to go to another fucking party for her wedding. That's what they're saying. We're not seeing it on camera, but I guarantee you that's what they're saying. People don't want to go to all these parties. Who wants to do that? Nobody. And it's expensive buying gifts. You got to buy a gift for every fucking celebration. The shower, you got to bring a gift, engagement gift, a wedding gift. It's expensive. And then people have these destination weddings or whatever. You got to give a gift. It's so expensive. And people, and also I want to say on this topic, you should also feel free to say no to some of these things. I think that's okay too. And I'm not an expert. What do I know? But I think you should say no to certain parties. I think you need to let the bridal party know that you're not going to make it to the lingerie party because you're going to come to the bachelorette party or vice versa. Pick and choose because it's too many parties. This one was Moulin Rouge themed. DeAndra was not invited. I'm sure she was thrilled about that. Uh, We saw Tiffany there from season one, Tiff. Leanne arrived doing a lot of hat work, a lot of boot work. She had boots right up to the knees, which is how she came when she did the show, when she did everything iconic. She had boots, uh, boots to the heavens. And I loved them. I thought they were great. Uh, but she's wearing them again. She looked like Cher. <laughs> There's a tour that Cher did. I think it was like maybe around Believe era. Uh, she did a tour where she dressed up 
in circus cosplay. And that's what uh, Leanne reminded me of. She had the darker hair. You guys look it up. There's a, a clip of Cher. Cher's done the circus theme quite a bit, but it reminded me a lot of that. And you know I love Cher. Oh, I love her. I've seen Cher live. If you haven't seen her live, go do it. Because you know what? It's a great time. But this theme was a little bit confusing to me. There was like a shirtless bartender. And then, like I said, Leanne was in the top hat and the high boots. So it was like, was it Circus? Was it Moulin Rouge? What was it? Cameron, and they were all showing up in lingerie, but Cameron showed up looking like a grandmother. And I loved it. I love Cam. (laughs) Cam doesn't give a fuck. She even said, she's like, I'm the youngest one here, and I'm uh, dressed like a grandma. It was very subtle, but I love that. It was like a low-key brag. Cameron just kept saying, I'm the youngest one here. <laughs> I love her. I love her. Love her. Uh, and for a while, I thought that this was filmed before Mexico, because it seemed like they were doing a lot of gymnastics to explain why Brandy was there. Because in Mexico, the last episode, we saw Brandy and Leanne fighting. So I thought something must have happened. Uh, why did they make up already? But it was after Mexico. Uh, I don't know. It was weird, wasn't it? That Brandy and Leanne all of a sudden were made up. And then they seem not only to be made up, but they seem to be getting along really well. There was one moment that was really awkward where Leanne and Brandy were talking about living in a trailer. And then Leanne casually just dropped that. Uh, Leanne tells her history about somebody trying to rape her. And it's very... Uh, it's very heavy. And I do want to say that I think it's great that she shares her story because anytime you share your story, it makes people who are going through something similar feel not so alone. Uh, but she does drop it a lot, uh, very at, at random, seemingly. But um, it's, you know, part of her history. And I guess, I don't know. I don't know. I was just laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I was like laughing, though, this whole time because I was just uh, kept seeing Cameron in the background. <laughs> in that pink old lady outfit. It was just making me laugh. Do you guys remember the movie Casper? A Halloween classic with Christina Ricci. But remember when Casper gets the dress for Christina Ricci's character, and it's like this, kind of like a doily? Uh, That's what Cameron was wearing. (laughs) It was like Christina Ricci's Halloween dress at the end of Casper. Uh, Speaking of Casper, Devin Sawa. Remember when Casper turns into Devin Sawa? That's neither here nor there, but it's very important uh, to remember that. Um, our history. And also, I just would like to say that I took a karaoke machine to a television that had a Casper VHS in it, and I recorded the song at the end when when Casper dances with Christina Ricci. I recorded that song because I didn't know how to get it, and so I literally took a karaoke machine that I borrowed from a friend and recorded that song. It's a song called uh, Remember Me This Way by Jordan Hill. But I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't buy it. And so I literally recorded it off of a, a karaoke machine with the VHS of Casper. And so I don't know how we got there, but I feel it's important to tell you guys. <laughs> then, um, then let's see. Carrie's also dressed very weird. New Carrie is dressed very uh, traditional. She's wearing, I don't know, she was kind of wearing like a flapper costume. She looked like she was going on the Real House of Beverly Hills when they have those flapper parties or the Gatsby themes. <laughs> Carrie was going to a Gatsby party. And she just had the pearls, and everyone was like, oh, I like your necklace. But really, they were saying, what the fuck are you wearing? You know what I mean? And Carrie said it was too dark for She said, it's not dark enough for me to dress like that. She said, uh, she's going to wear lingerie at nighttime or no time, but not at 11 a.m. 
when this lingerie party was, which that made me think, why was this lingerie party in the middle of the day? Shouldn't it have been at night? Is that a tradition to have a lingerie party during the day? I'm not sure. Then we cut to DeAndra and Jeremy at work. So DeAndra's crying about the business. She says that Mama D talked her out of a career in Washington. So we do know that DeAndra was working for the White House or, or for something in Washington, and she left to take over the business. And she's saying that Mama D talked her out of that life. But you know what, DeAndra, you made your mind up. You made the decision. Mama D didn't force you. Also, she was like crying, and I wrote in my notes, people are dying, DeAndra. There's a lot of other things going on in the world. <laughs> DeAndra was like, she was being dramatic, and I would have too. If I was in that position, I would have been over dramatic too, but I just thought, DeAndra, calm it down. People have it a lot worse. You're upset about your company that you own. Other people are going through a lot. Flint, Michigan still doesn't have drinking water. So there you go, DeAndra. Like, let's remember, put things in perspective. I would say, though, if I was in that that case, if I was on any of these shows, you'd just see me crying every confessional. <laughs> Especially with everyone, like, bringing shit up, and, and they want you to cry. So it's like, producers ask her questions to make her cry. I would just be just sobbing in every confessional, because I know the producers would get it out of me easily. I'd be an easy, I'd be an easy confessional. Anyway, then... We go back to the lingerie party. A barker arrives. So a barker, which I didn't even know what a barker was. I was like so confused. It said on there, a barker. I was like, what the fuck's a barker? And then they had the cake. A circus cake arrived. And it was so fucking funny. And the women pointed this out. Leanne was pretending she didn't know how this was all happening. Like the cake arrived. And she's like, what's this? It's like, Leanne, you ordered the fucking cake. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> Where did this cake come from? Oh my God, you guys, I don't even want to eat this cake because I just saw this cake for the first time and I want to savor it forever. Oh my God, where did this cake come from? I can't believe you guys got me a cake. And they were all like, Leanne, you ordered the fucking cake your own, your own self. <laughs> you filled out the form and ordered the cake, Leanne. Oh my God, this cake, I'm not going to eat it because it looks too good. I don't even know where it came from. Oh my God, I love it. Let's take pictures of this cake. Meanwhile, Leanne probably had tons of pictures already of the cake on her phone because she ordered it. She ordered it. Oh, it made me laugh. We've all been there, though, haven't we? Then they all sit and play a game. I hate these newlywed-type games. These newlywed games that they all play, they play on TV shows, and it's like they ask the the one significant other what the other one likes, and they just are dumb to me. <laughs> I know I'm being a Grinch, but it's like, they're dumb to me. Those newlywed games are dumb. They're dumb. And we change all the time. It's like, Matt's favorite color? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't expect Matt to know these stupid things. You know what? Matt knows enough about me. He loves me, and that's all that matters. He doesn't need to know, uh, I don't know, where I think that the craziest place we ever had sex is. Which, it comes to uh, light that Leanne uh, made a glory hole in our neighbor's fence. And she had sex with Rich against the wooden fence. And that, ladies and gentlemen, let's just take a moment of silence to recognize that, that uh, Rich and Leanne built themselves a glory hole in their neighbor's fence and then fucked through it. Okay, so that was an interesting piece of information that we learned. It seems to me, which the women also pointed out, that there would be splinters involved. Because, you know, there's one thing, I, if it was, uh, excuse me, escort the kids out of the room, but 
if it was just oral sex, I could understand maybe there wouldn't be a lot of thrusting action. But if it was actual uh, sex in the traditional sense, then it seems like there could be a lot of splinters involved. And also, I think there's an issue with the neighbor's fence. And I might be upset if I live next door to Leanne and Rich, and then all of a sudden a hole was drilled in my fence uh, for Rich to stick his dick through. And also that means Rich was in their neighbor or their yard, their backyard or front yard. I don't know if it was backyard or front yard. Uh, but it also means that Rich was uh, boning land while he was on their property, technically. So I don't know if they were on vacation or if they just weren't home. Or maybe they were home. We're not sure. There wasn't a lot of detail expressed to us in this scene, but I think there's issues with drilling the hole and maybe uh, causing damage to the property, and then also nudity on my yard or whoever's yard that was. So I think there's a lot of things here that we still don't have all the answers. Maybe more will come to light. I would like to get those neighbors on the podcast to see if they knew about this and just get to know the situation. I'd like to know more. Uh, to see exactly where we are in space and time. And Rich didn't even say that was the wildest place they had sex when it was revealed that Rich picked something else. And that must mean there is a lot of these situations. But drilling a hole, did they like grab, did they go into it? No, like were the tools already out? Were they doing some work on the fence or something? And then they decided just willy nilly to do it. Or was this pre-planned? Did Leanne go up to Rich one day and say, hey, Rich, grab the drill. We're going to drill a hole in the fence in the backyard of our neighbor's property, and then you're going to fuck me through that hole. Like, was that a pre-planned conversation, or was it spur of the moment? That's what I would like to know. I don't know if we'll get those answers, but uh, we'll stay tuned. We'll try. We'll try. Uh, Brandy said it's a new... <laughs> she said something. She said it's like a new way of... Um, a new Woody Woodpecker... That made me laugh. <laughs> Woody Woodpecker, you guys. That Woodpecker, my mom's Woodpecker, you know, is still, still timid. I told you guys at the live show that Woodpecker got timid. And now she's convinced it's up at night. She says it pecks at night, and she can hear it pecking along with the movies she's watching. So my mom she's convinced the Woodpecker's her friend. Uh, but it's still around. It's not as bold. It's not a bold ass woodpecker anymore. It's a timid ass woodpecker, um, but it's still around. Uh, so then, at this lingerie party, they all give her underwear. Which that's another weird thing about these lingerie parties that I just think are bizarre. It's like everyone gives Leanne undies. Very weird to me. Then Cameron and Stephanie talk. They're at odds. Cam says, "Look, you say that we're good, Stephanie, but then when we were on vacation, you kept leaving the room." And then Stephanie said that trash is a trigger word for her too. And then Cam eventually just walks away. She walks out the party, and then she has to walk back in the party and walk past Stephanie. So that was a fun, awkward moment. <laughs> she just walked. She stormed out, and then she had to come back in because she still had to film the scene. And nobody chased after her. I think Cam thought somebody would chase after her. No one did. So then, so then Cam had to walk back into the party and go up to the group of friends and be like, I just had to leave for a second. Because no one... <laughs> Normally on a housewife, somebody would have chased after Cam and said, what happened? But in this case, Cam just left, and then no one chased after her. She had to walk in and say, I, had to, I just had to leave for a second, and, and had to explain herself. Uh, anyway, Stephanie says she's just sticking up for herself. She says she's uh, trained Cam to treat her this way, and she doesn't want her to keep training her this way. And I felt bad for Stephanie. She cried. She kept crying, and then she'd say, it's fine, I'm fine. 
and she felt defeated. I get it. I I just love Stephanie. I don't know if I want Stephanie on this. Sh- I mean, I want to watch Stephanie selfishly, but also when stuff like this happens, I think get my Stephanie off here. I do not want her sad. I do not want her dealing with these crazy women. And I don't even think Cam was that crazy towards her by any means. I just, it worries me because if Stephanie gets into it with someone like Leanne, I don't know that she could handle that. And I don't want that for her. So that, that makes me sad. She cried, Stephanie cried to Leanne at one point. But if Leanne gets mad at Stephanie, that's not good. Or even Brandy, I don't think Stephanie, I know they've had odds, they've been at odds in the past, but I just don't know that Stephanie can handle like a very aggressive woman being mad at her. Uh, because she can't even handle Cam. Cam was pretty calm, cool, and collected. Like she did storm out, but it was pretty chill. And so I worry about Stephanie not being able to handle much more. And so that I want Stephanie off the show. I want her off. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that 
thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Anyway, then they take a group photo, a very awkward group photo, and that's the end of the episode. Next week, there's another party for this wedding, although this one has drag queens. And then... Uh, there's some Leanne versus Carrie, which from the sound of Leanne on the podcast, when I was talking to her, it seems like her and Carrie hate each other. Like they're obviously at odds. And so I'm very excited to see how that plays out because there must be some shit at the end of the season that's like really bad between them. Very excited about that. And then also next week, there's Brandy at a haunted house. Like this was confusing to me. And I know we'll learn more next week. But what the fuck was that haunted house Brandy was at? What was that? Anyway, that's the episode, you guys. Thank you all so much for listening. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. If you want to support this show, go to patreon.com slash everything iconic. Click become a patron. And if you donate $4 more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes. And with that, I will leave you. Uh, we'll do a little cool down. I love you all so much for listening. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Take another deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. Take another deep breath in, hold it, and breathe out. I just hope you all have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. I love you all so much for listening. Uh, I don't know if I have anything else to say, but God bless. And have a great, great weekend. Bye-bye.